You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the all-star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We continue to recap A's Fan Fest. And we got some real studs for you who are sitting down with Glenn Kuyper, the TV face of your Oakland Athletics, NBC, California. Glenn sits down with really the anchors of this organization. Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Marcus Simeon, and hitting coach Darren Bush. We'll talk about hitting. We'll talk about defense. Glenn Kuyper, take it away. Well, put it this way. My group in the batting order hits one, two, and three. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we're going to have a lot of fun talk about offense, talk about hitting, talk about home runs. Uh, You guys know the drill. Dick Callahan is right down here. So if you have questions for... Our guest, line up behind Dick, and he's going to make sure your question is worthy of being thrown out there, and I'm sure it will be. So um, so if anybody's wandering around, get over here. I'm telling you, this is a good group, and uh, we're going to get going here. First of all, can't be a good hitter without a good hitting instructor, right? We got a good one, folks. These guys hit a lot of home runs, and he's a big reason for it. His name is Darren Bush. Bushy. All right, Bushy's here. Our next three guys accounted for, as my math is correct, 105 home runs between three guys. 105. We're going to go around the diamond first to third. First guest. 36 home runs, 91 RBIs, another gold glove. Just another gold glove. His name is Matt Olson. (laughs) Told you this was going to be the best group. Our next guest, 36 home runs. 91 RBIs, and his second platinum award. That means he was the best defender in all of baseball. His name is Matt Chapman. And last, but certainly... Certainly not least. 33 home runs, 92 RBIs, 43 doubles, 123 runs scored, and quite a few MVP votes, folks. Man, this guy was sensational. Marcus Simeon. 
I'm serious. Like, Marcus's numbers. Are you serious? That's unbelievable. Take and a you bow. You should have won a gold glove. Take a bow. You know what? Let's hear it again for yeah. that season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Oh, man. These guys are so good, so fun. Um, I'm going to start with Bushy, though. Bushy, what can you say about these guys? I mean, not, not just these three, but your whole team. I mean, you guys just bashed the ball last year. Home runs all over the place. And you had a lot to do with it, but uh, you got to be proud of these guys. Very. I mean, very proud to watch these guys do every day what they do. I got the best job in the world. Worth, work with the best guys. Good guys. I mean, it's just a lot of fun to watch them from where they started to where they are now. It's just unbelievable. Marcus, what can you say about Bushy? You've been with him a while now, and I know he's helped you a lot. Yeah, this is this will be year six with Bushy. Um, my first year in Oakland was his first year as a hitting coach here, um, and we've come a long way. I just think that we, our conversations are a lot better now. We talk about more quality stuff and things that you know I need to do you know better just to compete at this level and not just survive, but compete at a high level and. He's doing a great job with everyone else. Everybody's swing is different, and he has to know that. He doesn't teach the same thing for everybody, and it, you know, it's an art, and he's really good at it. Ole, we laughed last year. We, we talked about Bushy's personality. He's real quiet. We call him the hit whisperer, right? But, and he is, but he gets through to you guys. Tell us about your relationship with Darren. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, Bushy has a really good way of, like Marcus said, understanding everybody's individual swing um you know if like you said he's the whisperer you gotta you gotta get up tight if you want to hear him talking to you in the cage we, we joke about it if you're sitting outside the cage and he's talking to somebody in there you can't hear what he's saying in there but um you know that's it, part of it he's mild tempered um he understands when to say something and when not and uh, you know, that's big. The, the last thing you need is, is someone telling you to fix your swing every single day for 162 games, and um, he does a great job with it. Matt, how important has he been for you? Uh, it's been very important. Uh, I think uh, after spending a lot of time with him uh, over the last two and a half years, got to know each other pretty well, and he's been able to put things in terms for me, like when I'm struggling and, you know, things that work for me, he, he knows me better than I know myself sometimes. And he's able to bring me into the video room, point something out. And I feel like he helps me make quick adjustments. And a lot of guys, uh, there's, he never hits the panic button. Uh, people throughout the course of a year try to, you know, reinvent a lot of things or change a bunch of things. But he just makes you feel confident in what you do. And, you know, the best, the best advice somebody could give you is just do what you do best and not try to make it too difficult. And I think Bushy's kind of mastered that for us. And... That's why we've been able to have a lot of comeback wins or a lot of bounce back games. Or if we have a bad week, we always seem to turn it around pretty quick. We don't really uh, drag out our slumps too long. All right, the let's embarrass Darren Bush part of the show is now over. But oh. I thought it was important for you guys to know how important he is mm -hmm. to these guys. Marcus, your season last year, sensational. Well, you know, I, I know it's, it, it's hard to say there was something different, but, but what – did something click for you last year because you've been a good player and now you turned into a great player? Which you just decided to start trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I've been trying my whole career. 
Uh, well, for me, a lot of it is approach. Um, when I say approach, I mean, what are you looking for when you get in the box? Are you looking for a fastball? Are you looking for an off-speed? For me, I just look right down the middle, no matter what. And most of the time, it's a fastball down the middle I'm looking for. And it's just a simple thought that I was able to repeat. And if, if the ball was outside of where I was looking, you know, I try and take it as much as I can. It sounds very simple, but that's how I was able to get on base more. And that's important in this game, especially for the Oakland A's, as you guys know. Um, so just, you know, with that came confidence and you get into better counts, you, you start to, you know, feel good with your swing and you start rolling. So there's, there's always ups and downs, but I feel like I learned a lot last year. Well, it makes it sound easy, huh, Oli? Is it that easy? Yeah, just hit it when it's down the middle, oh, sure. right? Yeah. It's not that hard. No, uh, you know, so last year was, you know, parts of my third year playing with Marcus and, um, you know, he just had a, a different mentality last year. Um, you know, he, he knew exactly what he was doing that day before he showed up to the field. Who was starting, he knew what the guy liked to throw, he knew what his plan was going to be against the guy, and, um, you know, you saw how it translated on the field. You guys play right next to each other. Tell us some of the conversations, if you have any, that you have not about offense but about defense because you, you play right next to each other and you guys are terrific over there, obviously, with all the, the, the awards and things like that. But what are some of the things defensively that you guys talk about even during the game, even when you were out on the field standing right next to each other? Uh, yeah, we, we talk about a lot. I think the more that we've played with each other, we don't have to say as much. We can kind of just look at each other and we know what we're talking about. But mostly just positioning and where we want to play guys, how to spread it out. Because we're trying to take away as much, you know, room for hits as possible. So if I'm scooting in, I always make sure to let him know, hey, I'm not going to be able to get you as much here. If I'm scooting back, I'll try to push him over the middle. Or if I'm in the shift and he's at second base, uh, talking about, hey, where to go on a ball in the gap or where. So we always know nothing really surprises us. We're on the same page. And it's nice to have a guy on the same side of the infield as you that, you know, you don't really have to say too much to. You kind of just have a good flow together. And we don't have to really you know, talk about too much. We're just pretty much on the same page. And then Oli's right over there. And he, it's nice to have a first baseman that we don't really need to say much. We just, we, he knows the same thing. So it's, it, when you play with guys long enough, you start to know. And we've kind of got an effective way of how we play defense. And it's only going to get better. Marcus, do you, do you, I mean, we know how much range Matt Chapman had. Do you, do you ever go, how did he get way over, what's he doing over here? And how did he get over here so fast? Yeah, so those backhands that are, you know, a couple steps to my right, he's fielding, you mean? Those... Yeah, I mean, you, you haven't had a backhand a ball in two years, right? right. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a luxury to have, right? I mean, this guy plays all the way in the grass because he's got the best arm in the game. He reads everybody's bunts great. Um, he's got range side to side. He's a great leader. And, you know, that's what good teams need. And the first two years... You know, they've played full seasons. We've won 97 games. It's no coincidence. Um, I've been here for some, some tough years, and these are the good years, and these are two reasons why. And they, they make me play better. I uh, watch them every day and just learn something every day. So it's, it's a good combination. Oli, I mean, you guys have to be incredibly confident this year. I mean, you know how good you are. But I get a sense that not only do you know how good you are, but now there's a feeling that you guys – have a really, really legitimate chance 
to win the division, to catch the Astros. Because that's really what this is about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, winning the division is definitely the goal. Um, it's our goal every year, but, uh, you know, it helps having a couple good back-to-back -back years, uh, 97 wins, like Marcus said. And, you know, the biggest thing is bringing back a lot of the same guys. Um, you know, that's something that we haven't really had too much of in the past. And, um, you know, it's going to help. You, I feel like we're going to be able to, you know, get to spring, hit the ground running, um, hopefully come off to a good start this year and, uh, you know, get that 97 wins up over 100 and, and win the division. Sounds good. Our first question, she's from Livermore. Her name is Alyssa. What's your question and for whom? It's just to everyone in general. I was going to ask, when you're up at bat, are there any pitchers that make you a little more nervous than others when you kind of go up there and get ready to hit the ball? <laughs> Oli? <laughs> I, think, I think me and Oli share the same guy. I wouldn't say nervous, but uh, you know that the game's not—it's not, not going to be that fun that day. It's going to be more—it's going to be more work. I would say Garrett Cole. So we're glad he left. That's going to be the same answer for me. You can—you can check the stats if you'd like. Uh, for me, I—I I think it's got to be one of the closers. I think um, it was Edwin Diaz. He's—he's he's gone now. Um, you know, Araldis Chapman, guys who throw over 102 miles an hour, probably some of those, but, you know, oh. usually the closers. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just 102. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question is, despite being at the top of your game and winning defensive awards and the overall success, what personally do you find yourself improving or working on? For, for everyone? Chappie, you started. Okay. What, what, uh, for so me, good. what are you working on? <laughs> a lot, but the I would say mostly my uh, my swing. Offensively, there's a few things that I wanted to um, you know clean up. I wanted to make my swing a little bit more efficient, so I could be a little more consistent. And defensively, just keep doing the same thing and just fine tune it. But for me, my biggest focus was being healthy this off season, getting stronger, and then just kind of revamping my swing a little bit. Holy. Yeah, um, you know, obviously the same thing. Try to keep the defense going. Um, continue to, you know, you're, you're always working. Uh, no one hits a 1,000, so uh, there's always going to be that, that fuel. Um, you know, I honestly don't think that any of us have had our best years yet. Um, and uh, you just got to keep working and, and see what those results will, will come to. Uh, well, for me, I think just adjusting to the league, you know, you try and find trends. Um, you know, everybody throws really hard now, so they're throwing you know, a lot more four-seam fastballs, so how do I hit that? If next year they switch to a different plan, just figuring out what they're doing and learning how to hit it. Bushy, what are you working on this offseason? <laughs> well, it's funny. You should Been growing out his hair. <laughs> growing yeah. my hair? It's a new look. I like it. It is. It is. Well, I think Marcus said something earlier, and Ole just – hit it on the head too is nobody hits a thousand and like Marcus said earlier when you come into the league all of these guys when they came in you're scuffling you're trying to survive and it's a progression and like Marcus is talking about this year it's just another progression for them and Chappie and Oli same thing it's a progression where they're building 
every day on what they do to become better and better. And those conversations, like Sammy said, they change. And watching these guys, and Ole said it, you haven't seen the best years from these guys because they're going to continue to get better and better. And, you know, another example of that is, I mean, these guys wanted to work out yesterday, right? They're big leaguers, but the, the field at the Coliseum is not quite ready. So Marcus and, and Matt Chapman, I don't, I don't know if there's any other guys, they went to Cal, and they got a full workout in. And Marcus is alma mater. I mean, how much fun was that? Back to your college days, Jappy. No, I, hey, I was proud to bring him over there just because I know that those guys can learn something from, from him, from myself. We played the game more than they have, and we, the experience that we have can help them at that level. I know when I was in college, I needed help. I didn't, know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just had athletic ability, and you know, now we have skills that we've learned along the way that we can share with these young kids, and not just college kids, but little league kids, high school. It's important for us to get out there and share that knowledge. So I think Chappie had a good time. How was the field? Smooth? It was good. The infield was, looked like it was dialed in. It looked pretty new. Um, Marcus said he's going to get them a new batting cage here soon. <laughs> was the statue of Marcus nice and polished outside the stadium? They said he's the one that built it. <laughs> Not even close. Go Bears. I went to Berkeley also. Hopefully we'll make the Rose Bowl next year. All right. Go Bears. But my question today is about your respective infield positions. Growing up, who was your favorite player at your position? Or you can take the question as, who do you think was the greatest player in MLB history at your position? Your favorite player or the person you think is the greatest player at your position, respectively? Ole needs a little I, more time. I, I know. I played shortstop. I, although he's not popular in Oakland, I think Derek Jeter is the best. He just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Um, I hate seeing that, the flip play but, or whatever, but he, he was the GOAT. You know, I think that he, he's the best. Third base. Well, I played a lot of shortstop growing up, so Marcus kind of stole my uh, – my pick there, but I would say for third base, I uh, used to really like to watch Evan Longoria play back in his prime. He's really good. Yeah, I still don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I grew up playing more third base, um, and I'm from Atlanta, so I grew up watching Chipper Jones a bunch. Uh, just super smooth over there, and yeah, I'll go with that. I think, I think the reason they can't figure any other guys out is because they are the two best in the game right now. You may be right, Marcus. How important is the psychological or mental skills part of the game, and what do you do to prepare for and train mentally? It's... I would say it's the most important part. Um, you know, everybody at this level is talented baseball-wise. Um, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of variation in talent and what you're able to do on the field, but I, the mental part is, I would say, 75% of it at this point. Um, you have to figure out how to prepare. You have to figure out what works for yourself and uh, you got to create a plan based off, you know, what you know works for you. And uh, Marcus went into the approach talk earlier. It's just 
you know, the tip of the iceberg. Um, you know, we really dig deep into what guys are doing and, you know, as far as we go, as far as knowing what percentages a guy throws a certain pitch in a certain count. Um, and to be able to, to know and, and have feel for the game and that mental side is big. I think uh, when you talk about the mental side of the game, uh, just just knowing that you're going to fail more than you succeed, especially at the plate, um, you have to know that going in. And if you can't live with failure and you play baseball, you're probably not going to be successful or you're going to make a lot of your teammates angry because you're slamming stuff all the time or whatever. But um, that's kind of what we live with day in and day out. And it's different from most professions, you know, but um, as long as you can control that, I think you'll be all right. Definitely. The mental side's huge. Like they touched on with, you know, approach or being ready to who you're facing, knowing what they're throwing, but also just playing every day and being able to mentally prepare yourself to play every single day, even when you don't feel good, you got stuff going on or you're sick or you're tired or it's been a, you haven't been playing very good lately, whatever it is, or you come off a tough series, but to be able to bounce back and be resilient and be tough. And that's what I think our team is full of guys that can do that. And that's why we've won 97 games because you know, we don't let a bad game, like when we lost by like 20 runs to Astros, the next game we came back and scored like 15 in the first two innings. <laughs> but just being able to be tough and even, you know, not, not give in, stay tough, keep working hard through good and bad. And 162 games is a grind for sure. I just wanted to start off by saying you guys are the best infield in baseball. Um, well, my question is, so Ollie, you missed like close to two months at the beginning of the year, but then all of a sudden you just came up hitting home runs all, everywhere. And I was just wondering how much of the internal competition it makes like Chappie and Simeon want you, like make you want to hit more. Like, oh wow, Ollie's catching up to me and he missed two months. <laughs> no. no, I mean, I called it by the way, when he came back, I knew he was going to play that good. So I called it, but I don't think we, our competition isn't like, I think we always are, it's pretty rare to be on a team where everybody roots for each other so hard. Like we, everybody on our team pulls for everyone. I mean, we always, but we all, I feel like we're like brothers to where we all give each other a bunch of crap and we do, ha we do try to uh, obviously have success for, you know, a bunch of reasons, but I think it's just more playful back and forth about homers and things like that. But I mean, I'm, I'm wanting him to hit a homer every single time, you know, no matter what. So I'm not, it's not like I was like, oh man, Ole's hit 36 home runs and missed two months and hit 36. I'm like, damn, Ole did really good. I just got to keep getting better. Should remind you guys, you also tied for RBIs with 91. So if you guys want to run yeah, roll that over into next a, year, that's fine. I didn't get a six week vacation. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> game, game on. Glenn, our next questioner is over here. He's wheelchair confined, so I'm going to walk over here to get him to ask the question. Thank you. I just, I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, do you think there's going to be a difference between where you're playing now and the new field when it gets in? Uh, you mean the new stadium behind us that they're going to build? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it might be a little more chilly over here just being on the water, but, you know, anything that's brand new I think we'll love and the fans will love, and it's going to be big for the organization.
Jackson has the next one for you in the batter's box. Um, what is your mindset on in the batter's box on deciding whether to swing or not? Um, so uh, the thing about that is you have to be ready. For us, I th the biggest thing we do is be ready to hit every single pitch. And no matter if it's the first pitch or the second or whatever pitch it is in the at-bat, we're ready to swing every single pitch because you don't have that much time to react and make a decision. So for us, I'm in the box expecting a fastball or whatever pitch I'm looking for. I'm expecting that pitch to be there so that when it is there, I can just pull the trigger. So when I'm in the box, I'm thinking hit, hit, hit every single pitch and then take if it's a bad pitch, take if it's a bad pitch. So you want to be ready to hit every single pitch. And then if it's not the pitch you're looking for, then you just lay off. But you got to be ready the second you step in there. I think that what he said is exactly right. Um, it's, it's a controlled aggressiveness. So a lot of guys go up there and, you know, they say, hey, I want to take a pitch. But when you're facing some of the best pitching in the world, you need to go up there looking for a certain pitch. And if it's in that zone, you swing no matter what. And it, that would probably be the, the pitch you could hit the hardest because you're looking for it and you won't be surprised. Yeah, I think, I think as you get older, too, um, you know, the – the level of competition is going to raise up as well. But like at our at our level, you can't go in there and just tell yourself you're going to swing if it's a strike. Um, you know, while you want to be aggressive with where we're at, um, you know, you have to have a, a plan. This all goes back to the mental side, a plan approach. You know, I, if I know a guy's trying to work me inside, um, I'm not just going to swing at an away pitch because I see that it's a strike. And you know, taking a strike isn't the worst thing, but to go with that. Probably, probably at your age, you need to listen to that more. <laughs> Sorry to confuse. <laughs> All right, my question is for Matt Olson. So first base is not usually like a glamorous defensive position. How do you think you contribute to the you know, success of the team defensively? You know, I, I take a lot of pride in, in being able to pick these guys up if they make a bad throw. Um, you know, they have to make diving plays in the hole. We've all seen it from them and get up and, and make an awkward throw, you know, falling back or whatever it may be. And I want them to have the trust and just get it in my area and have the trust that I'll make the play. He's pretty good, huh? I mean, when you, when you, I mean, you hum it over there about 102, but you don't really worry about. No, you take it for granted because when Ollie's there, I'm just used to chucking it, and I don't really care where I throw it because he's going to catch it. But then, you know, last year we had Kendris Morales, so I had to be a little more careful. <laughs> hey, I got nothing but love for Big Ken. But Ollie's on another level. Yeah. Um, this is more for Ollie and Chappie. Um, on the subject of home runs, uh, Ole, I believe it was September 17th against the Royals. You absolutely just demolished one above the suites and right center. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a ball hit that far in a game before. That was just really fun to see. I remember Manaya. I was just watching the video, and he's like, I mean, like, go. And then also, um, what was it like when you – and then Chappie also, you guys were giving Josh Hader fits when he was in Oakland. 
you walked him off and then game one and then Chappie, you hit the one that proved to be the game winner in the bottom of the eighth, game three. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's what it's all about. He's obviously one of the best in baseball. Um, and uh, I think, you know, you, you take every at-bat seriously, but when you get in the box off those guys who are having a ton of success, um, you know, you get fired up a little bit. And to to go in there and and have a good A-B off him is awesome. Yeah, and I mean, for Hayter, he's kind of had my number a little bit in the minor leagues. So I think, uh, and I think I was coming off like, uh, 0 for 30, so I'm pretty sure I was, I didn't matter what was thrown, I pretty much was due to hit something. Dick, final question. We're going to wrap it up, okay? Who'd like to make the last one? Okay. Um, hi, this is for Olsen. I was just wondering, where can I get a picture with you? <laughs> Today's my birthday, right and now. I've been trying to get a picture with you for the whole day, and that would just make my day, honestly. All right. Let's go. Make this, yeah. Hey, one more million. Woo! Happy birthday, girl. You got it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday with Matt. Happy birthday to you. Woo! There it is, guys. You made her day. Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Callahan. Singing and singing and singing. Your last stage dive. Last question. I want to say thank you, first of all, for you guys taking the time of day to be here, to share your time with us. You guys are the best three players that I have, honestly, on the A's. I love them all. You guys are the best. <laughs> what are you guys going to do personally to make us get over the top? Let's go. Let's go. Well, we appreciate all you guys coming out. Uh, you know, I know we're all proud to be A's, and I know it's going to be a great 2020 and I'm pretty excited because we're going to hold up that AL West division title this year. So. Thank you all for being here. We appreciate the support. I think it was a great turnout this year. Um, I'm glad the sun came out. It's a little chilly, but despite that, you all showed up. So thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Great questions. And let's hear it for Darren Bush, Matt Olson. Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon. Awesome. Yeah, these guys are the rocks of the organization. Marcus Simeon literally had the greatest year ever of an Oakland A. Matt Chapman, I mean, platinum gold glove. Matt Olson, the gold glove and all the power. And Darren Bush, the hitting coach. Great stuff with G-Kype. We want to thank Marcus Simeon. We want to thank Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, and Darren Bush. Now back to A's cast. Powered by TuneIn. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.